Established in 2020, the Author's Porch is a space for authors to share their literary works of art. Founded by C.J. Ives Lopez, the Author's Porch puts authors first and becomes a premier destination for all at every level in their careers. When you join the Author's Porch, we want you to think of us as a beacon of light, bringing you home to a porch where your family is waiting to usher you into your greatness. From live cast to podcast, blog posts, and most recently, the magazine, the Author's Porch brings promotional services and advice to authors to get their writing published. Whatever the issue, the Author's Porch connects writers with the service desire to create their dreams into reality. Hey everybody, welcome to the Author's Porch where every good conversation happens and we shine the spotlight on the author. Today we are extremely blessed to have Melissa DeVoe here with us. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm great, uh, CJ. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for being here with us all the way from Australia, guys. We um, are gr- happy to be back in the outback. <laughs> yeah, well... Well, I'm not um, very close to the outback, but yeah, fairly close. <laughs> okay, where are you? Where are you coming from? Um, I'm in Sydney, Australia, so in New South Wales. So okay, I have, to, I have to travel a little bit to go to the outback. But. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, we we had an author early in the author porch's journey. One of our first authors who was um, in Australia. So this is our second time in Australia. I like to say that we travel around the world with the Author's Porch virtually. So this is our second time in Australia. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I'm, a... I'm, I'm privileged to be on your show. <laughs> Thank you very much. But before we get into all the talking, because we actually was like, hold on, let's pause. Let's start recording before we talk the whole entire time, have a show and haven't recorded anything. So let me go ahead and welcome Melissa. Let's welcome Melissa DeVoe to the Author's Porch and give you a little bit of background about Melissa and learn um, about her journey. Melissa experienced loss through miscarriage and stillbirth, which set her on the path of her author career when she wrote her memoir, my life of loss and since has compiled and published two anthologies light for the way and comfort for the tears these collections were written by women who have also experienced pregnancy struggles through these endeavors melissa has won an australia day award for her dedication and commitment to helping families deal with pregnancy and infant loss and is a peer support ambassador for the pink elephants support network melissa is featured in many publications one being on the brains 500 global list of 2020 and has contributed to many anthologies her latest anthology Letters of Love, written by numerous authors around the world who share love in many forms to be great for love in love in many forms to show how great love is in their lives is releasing in a few days. Melissa is an author consultant who takes steps to help aspiring authors write and publish their personal stories. Sorry for my faux pas on the, (laughs) I was trying to correct some uh, things. So I'll let uh, Melissa tell us a little more about letters of love since I uh, messed a little mess that up a little bit trying to introduce that anthology because that's your latest one that's coming out in a couple days right 
Yeah, so um, Letters of Love, Inspiration, Gratitude and Hope um, is released on the 10th of October. So yes, in a couple of days. Um, the first one was released in February, which is Letters of Love, um, um, a collection of letters from around the world. So that one has um, 12 authors. The second one has um, eight authors with um, about 11 uh, different letters. Mm. And why love? Why this particular topic? So um, in October, I think it was about October, September, October last year, I was um, talking to a friend and he mentioned that um, he was writing a letter to his mum. And for some reason, the the topic because I, I was actually talking to him about a book idea and I just couldn't think of a book idea. And and then he, he mentioned that he was writing a letter to his mum and I said, oh, well, that would be a really good book idea so I could, you know, collect different letters from around the world and, um, you know, put them into just one book. And it was the time when, you know, the pandemic was happening and I just think, I just thought that maybe it would be a great idea to bring love and, you know, um, just joy and happiness in the world rather than, you know, thinking about the terrible times and the, the yeah. you know, the grief that, you know, the, um, you know, COVID had on the world. So that's pretty much the reason behind it all. Yeah. And I, I love that reason because a lot of people were going through very very hard times and they needed that that sense of just emotional love in their life and I wish I would have known about the book because I've got my I just recently discovered my husband has this box full of the letters that I wrote him when I was in Kuwait like I would write him every week a new letter and he has that whole entire box um, from me in Kuwait and him here in Texas when I was gone for six months so he has that and I'm like oh that would have been so cool just to, because I remember the movie like letters I think it was letters to Juliet where they found these letters and they had to reunite them after like 70 years or something and just reading people's old love letters just tickled me pink. So I think that that's a beautiful, a beautiful way to share love across the world. So thank you for putting those together for people. And I'm, I think it's going to be a lovely book and um, I still need to go back and read the February one because we have a mutual friend who wrote some letters in that book and I know yes. that she's, she's got a beautiful heart as well. So very yeah. interesting. Now I want to go back because I'm, I'm really interested. I'm always find it very touching when people write personal memoirs and sharing a very raw story, which you did, you shared a very raw story in your memoir about your loss um, and what made you decide to write that memoir and share your story? Okay, so I experienced um, three miscarriages and um, a stillborn baby and she was born at um, 28 weeks. So um, it was really after her birth that sort of got me writing because I wanted to leave like a like a legacy and a memory for me and I didn't really know how at the time and there was no there was no support groups like there are now um, 
and I, I didn't know, like I, di I didn't go to any therapy or counselling or anything like that. I just didn't know what to do. So I thought maybe I'd just write and write and write and write. <laughs> so, so basically that's what I did. And um, then I experienced, you know, the, the second um, or the third um, miscarriage after her birth. So it was um, maybe nine months later mm. I experienced another um, preg uh, pregnancy loss, so miscarriage. And and then I had my first son. So he was born um, in, I think, in July of the same year, of the year before I miscarried the third loss. Mm -hmm. And um, and then we had um, another miscarriage about two years later. And then I had my um, my second son in um, a year after that as well. So. Um, all that time, during that whole time, I was basically sharing my my stories, like in a in a blog, um, and I also created um, two charity organisation, uh, two auctions, a charity um, auctions for mm -hmm. to donate the money to charity. And it was just, it just started from there. So it just kept going. Um, when I, well, the reason why I actually wrote the book was because of like everything that happened during that time. But my husband actually prompt, prompted me to do it. And I wasn't really planning on, you know, writing a book. It was really just for me. But once I realised that there were so many people out there that, you know, wanted to uh, or needed something to, you know, to read that, that's, you know, that was similar to what I went through, I just decided that it probably would be a good idea to um, write the book and share it. Um, and then once I did, it kind of opened so many doors because I had, you know, um, um, newspapers um, come after me <laughs> and I you know they wrote articles about you know my story and you know my losses and then I had one lady um, a ch um, uh, you know reach out to me she was from um, Angel Gowns Australia she she invited me to um, to speak on um, you know in on a charity event and you know just all these things started happening after I wrote that book so yeah, it was a, a bit of a journey. So you took your grief and you turned it into this, this heartfelt opportunity to help other women. So you started bringing other women together to tell their personal stories. Can you tell us more about how you did that and how this journey of bringing more women together? Mm -hmm. So when I, um, after I wrote my first book, I just thought that maybe it would help other people, uh, you know, uh, those mothers or those, you know, fathers to actually experience writing about their losses and about their experience with pregnancy struggles. So I decided that I would create the anthology um, called Comfort for the Tears, Light for the Way. Um, this was, um, I can't remember how many people in that book, but around 20, 25 people or something. They were um, writing letters about 
um, their miscarriages, stillbirth, um, premature births, and um, IVF as well. So people that struggled through, you know, the IVF, um, you know, process, I guess. And um, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of interest, a lot of hope, um, and they felt that when 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 I was talking to them, they felt that it was, you know, a relief for them um, that they actually wrote their letter. You know, they cried through their own letters, writing their own letters, and and it just brought a lot of healing to them. Um, and you know, when it was released, it brought you know a lot of healing to other people that actually read it. So that was, you know, like a really big achievement for me. Um, and I was, you know, I'm still very proud of of you know bringing that out um but then you know i just wanted to help more people and do it again basically so i wrote the second one well i compiled the second one so i did the the same thing um and sort of re-released um the book had more authors um write in that book and um and yeah, re-released it, and that one was is called "Comfort for the Tears." So mm. yeah, basically they're both the like both the same in a way. Like they have the pre- or pregnancy type of struggles, um, but you know, as I was saying, like they, it, it's not just it wasn't just to help other people; it was actually to help themselves write write their own story about their own you know losses and um, or struggles because. Um, grief isn't just about like I believe grief isn't just about you know losing somebody losing a baby um, and it's and losing a baby is very different to you know losing uh, you know somebody that's a lot older um, and, and it, like it's um, losing losing a child is very different than losing I don't know somebody that you love that you've been with for a long time yeah. it's just a, a different type of loss um, and I think I think many people do not understand the um, the type of grief um, there is like within this, themselves if they've never met the baby or you know they've only had you know the baby for their baby for only you know a very short time. Um, so I think um, I think that was the main the main reason for that as well. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, I guess, basically yeah, the reason. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think it's great because a, a lot of people, they want to write their story, but they don't, <laughs> excuse me, they don't realize that there's so many other people out there that share in that story. And, and I think it's fascinating that you're bringing other women into your fold and you're, you're helping them process through their grief by sharing their story. And there is power in sharing that story. And you're, you're creating this, this, this side of it by saying you can, you can still grieve, but you can share it so that other women can find their power in their story and know that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And so can you talk to the side of how you're helping them publish and write their stories, how you're helping them write their own stories and publish and, and that, that side of what you do. Um, do you mean in, as in the, the books that I've 
written um, already or just in general? So are got... you, yeah, are you doing this? Are you helping other people write their books or are you just compiling the anthologies? Oh, okay. So I've got like a business on the side. So yeah. the, the business side of it is, um, well, see, those two books weren't part of a business. I had no idea I was going to create a business out of these books. It was just something I wanted to do. Um, but when I decided that I wanted to help people, because I had this sort of the experience of publishing now, I decided that I wanted to help other people um, write their own stories because, you know, I was, as I was saying, stories do... Um, writing personal stories do help um, healing if they've been through some type of trauma um, in their lives or they just want to share a personal story so whether it's a happy story sad story whatever it is then um, it would be you know something that other people can maybe relate to and so that was kind of my my reason behind it because I had felt the the relief after writing myself and and I and because I you know was speaking to all these other people or talking um relaying information basically through these other women um from the um from the comfort for the tears books um it just you know it just made sense for me to continue doing that for other authors um and then that's why I I started the business and then I was helping other people actually, um, or still am helping other people launch their books and, you know, actually put the books together. So I'm publishing on their behalf, basically. Um, and the Letters of Love, as I was saying before, sort of came out with that because I really enjoyed um, putting anthologies together. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I want to do more of moving forward as well. So growing up, when you were a child, what did you dream of being? <laughs> um, that's an interesting question. I actually n really never had many dreams, to be honest, with um, in relation to work. Um, I worked in the, the uh, hospitality industry. I guess I had um, an image of working in the travel industry, but that just didn't turn out um, but I was in um, the hospitality industry for quite a while um, I, I thought I would maybe get into investing or something like that but it just um, it just didn't work like that it just my life turned completely was writing ever one of them was writing ever in your sights was it something that no. you ever thought of it just no, it, I it actually, happened. yeah, no, I actually failed English. <laughs> I was never a writer. <laughs> same here, same here. I still have horrible grammar. My grammar, my grammar is atrocious. That's why I have extensions on my browser that help me correct it. <laughs> yeah. And I have an editor that does all of that. Like if I don't, you can tell that um, I've been on my phone typing when when all of my words don't make sense on my Facebook posts because <laughs> I don't have any extensions that correct my grammar and it drives people crazy. They're like, uh, CJ's using her phone again. So I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, there are people who were just 
it, they fall into it and it becomes their life work. It becomes this something that just kind of called to them. It becomes their calling. And then there's people that they decide, right? Um, and sometimes the world decides for them. And I think that you're one of those people that the world decided they it needed you to write and it needed you to tell the story and bring other people together to tell their stories. And I think there's beauty in that. Mm -hmm. And, and I love that when I find people that, that were called the, the calling called them versus they decided. So I always ask people, what did you want to be when you, when you were a child? And a lot of people are very thrown off by that. So that's okay. You were <laughs> supposed to be thrown off by that. <laughs> yeah. I, I never really had any, um, career dreams when I was a child I really didn't um yeah. everything just sort of flowed in my life <laughs> yeah yeah interesting and so have you ever um so you currently write non-fiction books um have you ever thought about writing a fiction book is or is that not really your interest no I I always say that I don't have a creative mind and I don't I don't really read a lot, um, mm -hmm. honestly. I, um, I've, you know, obviously I've read a few, you know, fiction books, but it's just not in me. Like mm -hmm. I don't think I have the ability <laughs> to do that. Yeah, you're more of a reality type of person, yeah. and and there, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think that that some people live in reality, and some of us live in our fantasy lands because reality just. Um, Sometimes I need to escape from it. So I I live in my books. I live yeah. in my books. <laughs> oh, <that's great. laughs> so how did it feel when you published your first book? What was that feeling like? Oh, I was really nervous. I was um, doubtful, I guess. I didn't know if it would actually do anything for anybody. Um, yeah, I... I I just, I didn't even know how to publish back then. <laughs> I had my husband do it for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, um, it was pretty scary. Like I was very nervous when it, we actually hit publish. So yeah, I mean, I still, I still do get nervous with every book. <laughs> yeah. I do too. Sometimes I'll publish them and they'll be out there on Amazon for like a week or two weeks before I ever tell anybody because <laughs> I'm scared to death. I'm like, oh my God, when people know and what if it really sucks? So I totally get that feeling. I I learned how to publish from a podcast, funny enough. Oh, wow. I, I um, Author Like a Boss by Ella Barnard. Um, she doesn't have, she doesn't do the podcast. She doesn't publish any more episodes, but it's still out there. And Ella's still very, very involved in the book writing world. She's just so busy writing and being successful as a writer that she, you, you don't hear from her anymore publicly. But um, yeah, that, that podcast was amazing. She had, she would interview authors and they would tell all their secrets. <laughs> and yeah. I, I learned how to, I learned about publishing your own book and the indie world. And I was like, oh, I can actually publish a book. I'm finally going to live my seventh grade dream. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, definitely. So if you yeah. had any advice uh, to somebody who is dreaming of telling their story, what would your advice be? Um, really, um, you know, write it with your heart. Um, mm. You know, if it's a, you know, your true story, I mean, I can't 
I can't really t um, talk about the the non or uh, the fiction world, but um, with the non fiction world, um, yeah, just you know, take it, bring bring your heart into it, in your soul, and and you'll change lives. And and don't doubt yourself because um, you know there's so many people in the world that really need your story, whether you know it or not. Um, there's just a lot of people that may have been through something that you have been through and um, they just need they need a book. They need a book like that to read because when I was putting these books together, a lot of people have told me, um, because I'm not sure if you know that I'm actually an ambassador for the Pink Elephant Support Network and I've actually spoken to many, many women who really um, – you know, wanted something to read. Um, and, you know, there are stories on their their website um, where they can actually go and read. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, many people that, you know, I've actually spoken to outside of Pink Elephants as well that they wish that they knew about, you know, the, the books that I, I'd written um, just, just because, you know, they needed something yeah. at that time. Yeah. That's great advice. Right with your heart. Definitely. I, I think that if you go with your heart through everything in life, you're going to win. Definitely yeah. going to win. Sometimes you might get banged up a little bit, but you'll definitely win every single time. Definitely exactly. win. Yeah, yeah. One of the things yeah. I've found in the author world it, that is that sets you up for success is your support network. What What is your support network like? Um, my, my family are really, um, are really supportive of me. They're always, um, cheering me on. <laughs> um, my, you know, my husband's really encouraging as well. He's, um, he's been great the last, you know, few months. I mean, he gets annoyed sometimes, but, <laughs> um, I just, it's, it, he's, he's realized that this is what, you know, I really want to do and, um, and it's you know what I've been doing, and he's seeing like he's seeing the you know the books come to life basically. Yeah. So um, you know you know I have that support around, and then you know I've met you know I don't know thousands of people on online as well, and you know some of the people I've you know that have been part of the books have become you know good friends. Um, and they're, you know, really supportive as well. So it's good to have that that network. That's awesome. And what upcoming projects do you have? I'm sorry? Upcoming projects, projects that you have coming up? Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm helping other people, you know, write, uh, not write, but publish their books at the moment. Um, I do want to create new, um, more Letters of Love books. So I'm hoping to do maybe one a year. So I'm I'm planning on about five at the moment. Um, so three more to go. Um, but I do have some other projects in mind um, to help book um, collaborators also um, start their own collaborations. Um, so I'll be you know, talking to people about that and um, possibly uh, creating a course around right, around that as well because um, I've spoken to a few people now that do want to learn how to, you know, create collaborations. Um, and I do have a, 
a pretty big um, goal next year to to do a collaboration about um, book publishing. So that's probably a you know a big <laughs> big goal because I know it will be a big effort. So, but yeah, in the in the very near future. That's awesome. That's a good that's a good goal though because a lot of people need that out there and especially if you already have a great network of people who trust you and rely on you, that's something that they can look forward to and I mean there's so much information out there and a lot of people are telling junk. I'm sorry to say it that way, but they yeah. are and they're selling it for a lot of overpriced you know amounts and you know we need people that are trustworthy and willing to give good information information that is worthy and priced at a reasonable amount that is worth the content so mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good project yeah. how do people how do people get in touch with you if they want to collaborate on a book with you if they say you know what melissa i have this story that i really want to write but I don't know where to start or they just want to reach out and grab one of your books. Mm -hmm. um, so everything is on my website, um, melissadevo.com. Um, or if you just type my name in um, Amazon, it'll come up or even in Google, um, just type my name. It's everywhere basically. Okay. Awesome. And we're going to add your website to the show notes. So everybody go make sure you go into the show notes and check out her website there in the show notes. And we're going to hand it over to you, Melissa, for any last words before we head out for the day and let you go on about the wonderful writing things that you are going to be doing because I'm sure you are a busy lady with all those people to juggle together for those collaborations. Um, yeah, well, I just want to say that, you know, my, my next book, Letters of Love, Inspiration, Gratitude and Hope is coming out on the 10th of October. Um, you know, if you can join our launch party, if you like. Um, but if you really want to, you know, write a story, as I was saying before, just write it, just um, don't hesitate in doing it, um, because it will you know, really change somebody's life. Yeah. It will. I, I've heard a lot of people. We wrote my um, my sister's story in Addict's Journey Home, The Tale of Two Sisters, because she was a addict for over 25 years, and she's clean. She's been clean for over six years, and it was basically her story of what she went through on the streets and telling me for the first time and my reaction to hearing everything that she had went through. And a lot of people said that it was – they had never knew all of that stuff and, and hearing that side as a family member who had an addict on the streets, understanding what they went through and, and things like that. You, you don't know who you're going to touch unless you tell the story. Mm -hmm. You don't know how someone is going to perceive what you have to say unless you tell the story. So tell the story if you have a story to tell. Melissa, thank you so much for being here with us today. We appreciate you. We appreciate you holding a space for other people to tell their stories and helping other people overcome the obstacles of understanding how to tell their thank story as well. Thank you so much, CJ. It has been a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you so much, everybody. Don't forget to come and join us here on the Author's Porch. We appreciate you. We appreciate you writing your books. We appreciate everything that you do. 
Don't forget to join over on theauthorporch.com, also on our Facebook page, uh, The Author's Porch. And most recently, on the 5th of October, just a couple of days ago, we launched issue number two of The Author's Porch magazine. It's over on Amazon. You can read it for free on Kindle Unlimited, or you can grab the ebook. You can also grab the paperback. And it is our youth issue. We are celebrating our youth in uh, youth authors. I'm stumbling my words because I think I'm tired. I'm not quite sure. Um, but we're here. We want to lift authors up. We want to shine a light on them. And we want to have great, the great conversation. So we will catch you guys next time here on the Author's Porch. Bye, everybody. Bye, Melissa. See you later. Bye.